Hello, everybody, and the Fandalorian Club is live. We are back, and it is Star Wars galore here on Apocalypse Movies. I got to say, guys, right at the top, um, after watching the first episode, I didn't realize how much freaking footage is only from episode one, mm-hmm. um, which is insane. We have 15 <laughs> more episodes, and there's only a good chunk left of that intro. But we are here. Uh, for all of us who, uh, who may not know, um, first of all, we are Apocalyx Movies. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are live multiple times a week on the channel, but specifically for Star Wars, we have a show called The Fandalorian Club where we review um, all of the Disney plus Star Wars content that comes out. Um, when we get movies, I'm sure it'll focus around some maybe some spoiler discussion, stuff like that. But for now, it's focused on stuff like Mandalorian, Clone Wars, and now The Bad Batch. The Bad Batch has officially arrived and we are here breaking it down for 16 weeks, or 15 weeks, because there's twice two this week. Um, so for the next 15 weeks, on Fridays at 4 o'clock, you can join us right here on the channel. And we'll be, we will be reviewing spoiler-heavy discussions of The Bad Batch. But today, because the first one was here, we weren't originally going to do it today. But then we're just like, well, that episode was so good. We got to sit down and talk about it. So we are here. The crew is here. The club is back together. Brian, Jacob, um, how excited are you guys to be back watching Star Wars, talking Star Wars on a weekly weekly basis. So excited. So excited. Love talking Star Wars. I don't know about Jacob, but I could talk Star Wars all day. All day. Yeah, I'm stoked. And it, it just made sense. It's May the 4th. Like, I know we're, you know, have our regular show later, but we got to talk Star Wars on May the 4th. So it's fitting. Absolutely. And uh, real quick, before we get going, big, big shout out to this guy right here, Boomstick. Um, he did all of our graphics for the Fandalorian Club. So all the background work, the logos, all the updates as far as logos go. That is a sweet thank you to him, as well as all, our, all of our Marvel Rewind stuff. Everything we do for Marvel, um, that is whole credit to Boomstick. So thanks again, man. Much appreciated. Um, Jacob's, let's get into this, Jacob's wallet oh, doesn't appreciate it as much when it goes on team. <laughs> um, it's worth every penny. It's worth it. Every is. Penny. Um, let, let's get into this because this this episode, I don't know about you guys. Um, I didn't realize the episode would be an was going to be an hour. I had no, no clue because I stayed away from everything I possibly could going into this premiere. I stayed away from new footage. I stayed away from news articles. The only thing I knew about it was the episode count. And so when I went on to Disney Plus, I saw that it was an hour. I was like, oh, my God. What a Did day. Midnight? We Who midnighted? I 4 a.m. because I was up. Oh, um, see, I waited till I woke up this morning. 
no oh, see yeah. I, I, I didn't, didn't even know it was out until you texted me today so <laughs> <laughs> i did it i did it this morning when i woke up um i was like it's the first episode i think i'll be okay uh there's not gonna be too much talk about it but my god were we wrong because the opening of this episode is something else now let's get into this because we could talk about the opening with the bad batch stuff like that but i want to start with some of the most hurtful awful things that we can see on screen and that is the destruction of the jedi order 66 mm. we saw it recently with the clone wars right we saw it in a different form now with the bad batch we're seeing it with yet again another form and not just that we saw caleb doom we saw yes. baby kanan um and and his story which has has lit the Star Wars world on fire because it actually has changed the story from the comic books, um, the origin of what happened to him during Order 66, but that's for another day. Um, let's talk about this, guys, because we're obviously big Rebel fans. We're big canon people here. Um, the fact that, one, we got to see him on screen in The Bad Batch as a kid, and two, his story was told. I'm sure we'll never see him again, but we got it, and it was a complete shock in my opinion. What do you guys think? Jacob, you want to go first? You're the sure, big Caleb, I, Kanan fan. So. Yeah, I love Kanan. He, he's he's my favorite character from Rebels. Favorite new character in Rebels, and I I had no idea that he was in it. I and I don't think anybody knew, right? Like it wasn't in the trailers or anything. And and once we saw his, it opens and his master, it's focusing on her. I was like, oh my goodness, are we going to see Kanan? And and we do. I loved it. I thought it was so cool. It was kind of weird because. It was Freddie Prince Jr. doing the voice, and he sounds the same as he does when he's adult. He Kanan. sounds like a thirty-five-year-old man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of <laughs> weird with that, but other than that, it was so awesome to see Kanan, and it was heartbreaking, man. Like I, we we hear about this. We only up until like recently, we only saw the stuff in Attack of the or in Revenge of the Sith, right? So it's really crazy to see different perspectives of Order sixty six. So that was that was a great way to like real star wars fans in who aren't you know attached to the bad batch yet and i, I loved it yeah i mean we 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 got in like the because they did the old school clone wars thing where they had the recap right yeah, which i love cool. personally yeah like, i loved I like it but that. um they animated revenge of the sith in, in that recap yeah. leading into this scene brian this they was did. Uh, i noticed that yeah that's yeah crazy. with grievous and, and anakin and obi-wan but uh brian this was this was pretty surreal seeing uh baby canyon back on screen huh yeah, so I waited till this morning to watch it. Went on Twitter. When I woke up, completely did not remember that this had come out. Well, there wasn't a lot of chatter on Twitter like early AM. I think a lot of people were respecting like sitting back and letting yeah, it was mostly just it. like bad batch. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. yeah. Um, and so I immediately went like, "Oh, that's right!" Like I I need to go watch it. Um, but the one thing I caught. Uh, almost probably hyped it a little bit more for me was I just saw like trending order 66 and I went, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't click on it. I didn't do anything. I just saw it in trending and I just immediately went, no, they did not, not go into order 66 and then opens up and you're just like, oh, here we go. Like anytime you see order 66, you're just like, Oh man. 
Um, yeah, first thing I thought I when I saw Depa Boaba, I was like, oh sweet, like we're for like I immediately was like, Kanan's gonna pop up somewhere. Like yeah. the second I saw her, um, and um, like you said, I did read the comics and immediately was like, okay, this is different. Um, I mean, not entirely. Like they were both on a planet got attacked. So like that part remained the same. Um, but yeah, dude, anytime you start, you're going to start your show with order 66. Well, and oh man, and <laughs> it's a, it's a lot different. Cause, and we saw, we saw Kanan and Depa Balaba in the clone wars during a hologram, uh, in one of the scenes that was animated for Revenge of the Sith now into this. Um, but in a lot of those Order 66 scenes, it happens with Jedi that don't have Padawans. Yeah. So it's, this is a lot more just an impact because we're seeing a 10 to 12 year old kid who is literally like this person is a mother to him, right? They're around each other 24 seven and he is seeing her be decimated, uh, murdered essentially. Yeah. Um, and, and like, Big, big middle finger to them for putting her scream in the background as he's running away. Like, that's yeah. just awful. But I understand why. Like, it's just rough to hear. They wanted but to It was harsh. And I'm glad they didn't show her, like, they, actually show her fall to the ground or something, you know? And you know what's cool about this is that, and it separates eventually, but this is almost taking place the identical same time as what happened to Ahsoka at the end of season seven. It's literally like mm -hmm. the same timeline, but going from this location to this location and just seeing it play through. Now we're seeing season eight of the Clone Wars follow the Bad Batch into post Order 66 um, and seeing the Empire take over and the kind of uh, stuff that's happening with them. It's very interesting. Uh, that happened quickly. And look, a big stuff that we can talk about, and we're going to be scattered a lot. We can't go really go chronologically. It's very hard to with a big episode like this. Um, let's talk about Crosshairs. Crosshairs is. Hold on, I have, I have a, tr I have a, uh, a proposition for you, sir. I think I need to see just all three happening at the same time. So let's get the movie, and then. Oh, you want Ota's. me to put together a, a reel? Yeah, and then oh, Depa Blava and Kanan just all. Oh my three goodness! That's like time. a master. I, I will edit. try. I will try. I will try. I, I will attempt it because I like I like a good challenge. But you better pay. Let's him for talk that, about <laughs> let's let's talk about crosshairs. And I don't want to just stick to the beginning. I want to talk about the whole episode with him um, because we only do have about 20, 20 minutes. So because we're jumping on Apocalypse now next, our hundredth episode's next. But um, crosshairs, crosshair. Excuse me. He turns. And it happened right away. He was the lone ranger of the group that essentially the chip was kind of still intact to a point where Order 66 affected him. Um, the other four were like, well, what the hell is Order 66? Which was a funny reaction. But throughout the entire episode, we see him kind of take this change and it's affecting him more and more through the episode until uh, he gets brought in by Tarkin to enhance his inhibitor chip and make him go full-blown Empire. Um and I know a lot of people online are talking about, oh, maybe too early of a turn. Maybe it worked out too well. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on his kind of arc in the episode, the turn, how it affects everything going forward, and the fact that one of the Bad Batch is officially on the bad side. Jacob, why don't you start? Yeah, that this was one of the most interesting things in the whole episode because I didn't expect to 
see one of them not a part of the team by the end of it. And that's pretty crazy. And I know we have a new member as well, which is which is pretty cool. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But man, Crosshair, I, I remember when we were watching uh the recent season of Clone Wars, and I, I think Crosshair was my favorite one of the bad batch. I just liked him. And did they show any signs of this in that? I don't recall too much. No. I mean he was always like a weird character. Yeah, he, yeah, this he was weird always like yeah, like the coldest one of them all. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. Like if one of them were evil, it would be him. <laughs> but they never really hinted that this was going on. So it's it's pretty interesting to me. And it, it was kind of sad because it's like, no, like we're watched, we want to watch the Bad Batch together. And now they're disbanded right away. But it makes sense. I yeah, it because that's what more dramatic thing can you do than have one of the their own members turn against them. And that's how the Absolutely. season starts. So Absolutely. I thought that was done very well. Yeah, we we knew this season going in that it was going to be a little darker because it's it's on the wrong side of everything, right? Like this is like mm -hmm. the first time we're really experiencing uh the dark age essentially of of Star Wars in between these movies and these stories. Brian, I know we were talking a little bit beforehand. Um you had said that uh you wish you would have been connected to the character a little bit more uh, before his turn took place. Uh, I mean, I would have loved to like really fall in love with all of them, but like I can understand because if you fall in love with them, like, I mean, we liked them from their arc on uh, in Clone Wars. Like, like every, everyone loves like Wrecker. They love Hunter cause they're the popular yeah. ones, but Crosshair, right? Yeah. So like, just maybe like if you can you imagine if we would have gotten like two or three, maybe four episodes where we really like them. Granted, we're getting into like ter I think Star Wars has definitely taken a turn towards we're gonna cut out non like filler nonsense. Oh, absolutely. Which yeah. I I appreciate because that's what it should be. Um, so. I mean, would I have loved to get some extra love for Crosshair? So, like, the turn would have been a little bit more devastating. Sure. Am I mad about it? No. I, I don't care because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's one of their brothers, one of their fellow people. Like, it, it still sucks. Um, and you could see it from the second Order 66 happened. Like, you knew it was happening because he immediately kind of started, like, not wanting to listen to hunter anymore and um but yeah like i am i am i complaining about it no would, would it have been like a lot more emotional had i been with these characters for a while yeah but i'm not willing to sacrifice giving me a couple nonsense episodes just to get that like don't i'd rather not have fillers because i cone wars did that a lot yeah, and it's in its early days for sure, and and, and season seven is a different story. But um, I, I I agree. I think uh, I will say I do appreciate that they're taking a different approach as far as like because all five of them they they didn't and as they say in the show, Echo's a reg, so all four of them. Echo's just uh, mutated by he's a man made mutant essentially is what is what he is. Um, the four of them, uh, they're not all gonna going to mutate the same so meaning and they, they talk about the show crosshair he mutated the slowest which is why his chip worked 
Yeah. Right. He, maybe he, maybe it was the fact that maybe he was, um, maybe he was defected uh, the latest out of the bunch or, or something went wrong with his mutation. I don't know. But because of that reason, whatever it is, his chip works compared to the rest of them. Um, and then later on in the episode, it gets amplified to where he's full blown stormtrooper, elite trooper, um, coming after his former friends, his former commander, uh, his former crew. And it creates a lot of interesting storylines going forward. Essentially, what I'm seeing yeah. set up now, at least for the next number of episodes, because there are 16. I don't know if it'll take place for the next 16. I see it being a bad batch on the run, crosshair hunting them down situation, which is incredibly interesting because he is essentially, from what we're seeing now, he's essentially the first elite stormtrooper ever created, right? They just turned all these clones into stormtroopers. Yeah, a human, excuse me. Hu yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. But um, he is, from what I see, I see him hunting down his former crew, and that creates a lot of interesting stories going forward with how the Bad Batch and Hunter and Echo and, and Tech and Wrecker handle this because they're going to be living in a world where all of these people are being hunted down, the Empire is trying to take over. They're going to be forced to face him at some point, and how does that go? How does that end up is going to be extremely And he's the last one you want looking for you, you know? Exactly. It's like he can shoot from who... 200 miles away. Like yeah. yeah, so he he's basically just an assassin. He's like a the dead shot of Star Wars and you don't want you don't want him coming after you and you can tell they fear him too. I'm not not just because, you know, I'm sure they could kill him if they wanted to, but they don't want to kill him. So they have to run away from him, fight him without killing him. So it's going to be really tough for them. Let me ask you, who you think? Who do you think is going to be the overarching villain in this whole thing? Tarkin. I do too. Yeah, I think it's it seems like it. And I, love, and I love, I love that we're getting an inside look at him. Yep. I also love getting an inside look at because now we have an official answer as to why clones aren't in the Empire. They answered that question right away, right? They yeah. stopped making them. They want to pay for what they're getting. And what we come to find out is they're paying for very crap stormtroopers. Um, yeah. But <laughs> we, we got an answer. Like they're filling all of the, and that's what the point of this show is. And a lot of stuff is, is it's, a, lot it's of a bridger. Anime. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's filling a lot of gaps that we've had questions about for so long, right? Like we're going to be seeing the transition from Republic to Empire. We're going to be seeing transition from Tarkin being like this, this higher up in the Republic to being the guy in the empire yeah. um, from a perspective of an elite group of troopers who were once coveted Republic fighters. Um, and we come to find out that there's a lot of Republic people who are on the run. We got the Saw Gerrera stuff, which is very interesting, yeah. right? A mixed bag, kind of like in a way, an origin story to his rogue one character. Um, there's so many possibilities on where it can go, but yeah, I, I agree. I think that, I think Tarkin is probably the villain, and I want it that way so because he's going to be a, a Krennic-esque character where he's going to have a, a squad of troopers around him that he's going to send missions on. Exactly. And yeah. it's going to be a Bad Batch yeah. versus trooper situation, and that's going to create some very, very interesting and fun things down the road. Yeah, I just I love that we're getting more of his story because he's arguably – the third most important villain in that original trilogy. Like, I mean, the he, dude had control over Vader. Yeah. I mean, 
you can make a heavy argument that he is the main villain in the first Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like, bar none. Like, That's fair, yeah, because Vader's kind of the muscle. And yeah, yeah v- Vader was absolutely the... working for him, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and so he only got this one movie, yet he's synonymous with fans no matter what. And so the more we get to jump into that and get his story, I'm all for it because this character's awesome. This old, smart, experienced character that is going to cause a lot of trouble, I think, moving forward. And I mean, we know he's not going to die in this. So it's I'm curious to see where this goes. I'm excited. Um, yeah. And, and I, and I, I just, love that because we only got Tarkin in one movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess two, technically. If, but I just, uh, like, we can say yeah, one. You know we what I mean. One. Yeah. We can say one. <laughs> you mean it's technically fine. three? Technically three. Oh, one. yeah. Because he, true. yeah. Um, I was going to say Revenge of the uh-huh. Sith. This is like right where we see Vader and Tarkin yeah. together at the end of Revenge of the Sith. This is that mm-hmm. Tarkin. So it's cool. Exactly. And shout out to Steven Stanton for voicing in. What a beautiful voice for Tarkin that he does for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible. They nail Tarkin every time they do it. Exactly. Every time. And even, exactly. Even fake one from Rogue One. Like, nailed it. Absolutely. Uh, real quick, I do want to bring this up. Roberto, if you have not watched Clone Wars, man, watch Clone Wars. I promise you the first couple seasons are a little rough, a little slow, but it ends up just as good as Bad Batch. Um, it's on par. Season 7 is the best animation stuff that you may see. Uh, I highly recommend it if you got the time. But... Um, but I will say to his comment, it is kind of cool that you don't really need to know other stuff to really get into this so far. So it's you could really watch Revenge of the Sith and then this. Well, you could watch just season seven if you wanted. Mm -hmm. That's true, too. And that's that's something that's very unique in a way. Like if you've seen the prequels, you can pretty much get go straight into it. True. I mean, actually, Roberto, I would love to throw you some homework. Watch season seven of the Clone Wars when you got time. Come back to us. I would love to yeah. hear your thoughts. Start there, see how you like it, and then let us know. I'd love to see your thoughts if you ever have the time to do so. Um, yeah. All right. Before we get to uh, Omega, I want to talk about all this Camino stuff because this Camino stuff is very interesting. Love it. Love uh, it. It's really cool getting a behind the scenes look at the Kaminoans, um, how they're operating, how they're dealing now that they're essentially being backstabbed, being chopped off the block. Um, they're no longer supporting this army that is taking over the galaxy. Um, I don't think it's the last time we've seen them. Is everybody on that train? Yeah. Oh, no way. And you're talking about the, like the Camino, what are they called? The Caminoans? Caminoans. Caminoans. Yeah. Uh, and they're important. I mean, they, they helped, they held the door open when they were leaving too. Yeah. The, the, The leader or whoever that was. So they're, they're like on the, good side i guess you can say well yeah because they just got screwed like royally mm-hmm. by I like how they treat it like a business tarkin's like that's too expensive for us like we're going a cheaper route <laughs> yeah so i mean and it kind of it immediately shows you how much the empire is they're a-holes like they're out they have their themselves at as their best interest that's they're mm-hmm. throwing up the biggest middle finger to everybody yeah like, yeah, there's no more blatant way to be like, we used you. We got what we needed. We're, we're good. We're out. And I mean, Tarkin literally could have killed the Bad Batch in. He tried to in the live fire drill. 
They, Which they, was incredible, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, so, that was cool. I mean, yeah, the Kaminoans. I agree. I think we all agree that we'll, this is not the last we'll see of them. Well, um, and what, what, what are, what are all these clones like? Where do they go? What happens to them? They're gonna get killed. I was, do you I, think they're gonna get killed, or do you think, thing. do you think they're that like there's gonna essentially be like a firing down on them, or do you think there's gonna be some kind of clone uprising? Mm -mm. I think they're going to get killed. I, in fact, I thought it was going to get really dark for a second when they showed the, like the baby in the tube. I thought they were going to like shut it off. Oh, Jesus. And, and I was the, like, the clones oh, my God. have accelerated aging. Do they stop when they get adult age though? I don't know. If yes. That's been uh, yeah. So they're, they're accelerated in the tubes and then, and then they out, slow they normal. and then they slow that down so they, so they can last as long as they can. Yeah. I have I an interesting question for you guys. Maybe oh, they sorry, age out. I just, I was going to say, maybe they just age out of the empire. Cause by the time we get to a new hope, what's 30 years later, those guys are 20, 20 years. I mean, yeah. they might honestly like just get left on the planets that they were on. What I have an interesting, and this wouldn't happen for years, obviously, but what if the clones and Camino becomes an issue so much that it, it becomes one of the death stars first testing sites. <gasps> oh, because we don't hear or see Camino anytime in Canada. What if the Empire right? completely wipes it off the face of the galaxy? Well, that, the only argument to that, which I think that that would be a brilliant idea. <laughs> that would uh, be insane. Would be the fact that Row One, they were like, they he literally had a part where he's like, all right, let's test this weapon for the first time. And they uh, test on Jetta. I, I, so because that, Tarkin that's, was that's fair. Because Tarkin was generally surprised it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's fair. But so, okay, so maybe there's some other kind of massacre that happens on on Camino, and not just them, but also the Kaminoans themselves get destroyed. I mean, sink the city. Yeah, if you could do that, that's very possible as well. But that might allow I think people that to makes get out. Sense. Because there's no way the clones are just chilling on Camino, not doing anything. They're soldiers, you know. Exactly. They're 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 born to fight. They're bred I mean, to that fight. Could, that would also be kind of interesting to just see them, see them get stuck and literally it's a clone planet. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, it's possible. It's it's very. I mean, we're gonna find out. I have a feeling we'll definitely find out. What um, are if we're placing bets right now? What are we thinking? I think they're gonna get massacred, like Order sixty seven style. Like, but why though? Order I mean, Order sixty seven. <laughs> yeah. Order sixty nine. Um, be I why because they don't want ties to the past. They don't. The yeah. Empire just wipes them out. So, some something's gonna happen. Something's yeah. gonna happen. Because um, I can see that. My only thought process is because it makes them more rare when they pop up into things in further down the line. Mm -hmm. If there's just tons of them around people would be more knowledgeable about the past. Like, Hey, look at, there's like seven of the same person over there. Like that's, they would be like, Oh, that's clones. And so, they want to, they want to remove any like sense that the Jedi existed. Right. Cause by yeah. the time we get to a new hope era, like people are like, are these the Jedi real or whatever? So it makes sense that they would get rid of the clones too. Cause they know they executed the order. So they, yeah. they would know all about it. They don't want people to know that that happened. So I think you guys are right. I think they get wiped out somehow, most of them. 
very uh, Star Drew, if I have an echo, I'll put my headphones in. Um, <laughs> all right, let's let's shift from Camino and the Caminoans to Omega. Um, Omega is a big part of this show going forward. Uh, we we meet her in this episode, and then at the end of the episode, uh, she goes with the Bad Batch, and she becomes the fifth member of the Bad Batch. And we come to find out that she is like the four originals, and she's a mute mutation of a clone, uh, the first female clone that we've seen before. I was going to ask you guys, is this the first time we've seen a female clone? It is the first female clone we've ever seen. Uh, and it seems like the Kaminoans, because of that reason, we're giving her a little bit of different treatment, which made sense. But she was a um, medical assistant. Yeah. Um, she seems to have uh, some special abilities that could come in handy going forward. What do we think of Omega? Love her. I think she is going to be she is essentially a troop 99 clone in my opinion like they all were these things that they they tried to do in a different type of clone so like you have hunter who's like good at kind of almost everything you've got wrecker who's this ginormous wrecking ball so on and so forth through through this line that Omega was the last one where they're like, let's try to make a female one and see if we can do this. And I have a feeling that that medical assistant line is going to play out more. Maybe that's what she was going to be trained for. Maybe they wanted female medic clones for all we know. And they, they don't have a medic in the Bad Batch. So it's, well, it's that's possible. the first thing I thought of is like, now they have a medic on the crew. It's very possible. In a way. And yeah, also, yeah. did they say what her ability is? Isn't it like no. projecting uh, probabilities no. and stuff? I mean, no, it very well could be, but that's I don't why think she they, tells like, Crosshair, like, I know what you're going to do. Don't do it or something. That's what I thought. Oh, maybe maybe she gets like senses, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Well, they, and that's Hunter it, says so, something earlier on about her, and so I actually to it. to that point, Jacob. I was watching something earlier, a recap on this, and someone had brought up that line, and they said, "Is that a nod to her having force abilities?" Mm, oh wow! Because I mean, and, be and and here's here's the crazy idea, and this this person went way deep. They went way <laughs> deep, and I don't believe this at all. I love but the people said, that just theorize. They, that they said, the they through. go, if you look at Omega's hair, it's similar to what Palpatine had when he had hair. Could she be the first attempt of him cloning himself? I think Maybe. it's too, too soon. That's what I thought, too. But I, I thought to myself, wow, this person went way crazy off the deep end. But wow, you have me thinking. Yeah, I mean, I she kind of looks like the regular clones in a way, in, in a face, in the face. So I don't know. I always assumed that she was one of them, but it's possible. It because it, it all ties in. It's not like there's no nothing to back that, you know. Uh, I would kind of hate that actually. So no, I, I don't want her to be well. I would hate it. I don't want. I, would, I want her to be another or, mutant. Yeah, I want her to be another mutated clone. Well, no, I'm talking about her being Palpatine. Like, no, I know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would hate that. I don't even want her to be force sensitive personally. Uh, actually, I'm 50 50 on that because that, that would be, be interesting kind of interesting. How clone maybe, maybe, from, a, maybe yeah. a Finn situation where she's force sensitive but doesn't use it like a Jedi. Where she has, like a Maz Kanata, where she has the ability but she doesn't use it like that a Jedi. That would make sense. I mean, if yeah. we see 
if she's able to like sense things or like sense the future, that would make sense. Yeah. I, okay. I would, I would don't know if I would, I would probably be okay with, cause it'd be kind of interesting. Like how did this one clone get force sensitivity? Mm, exactly, like that would be exactly. kind of interesting. Exactly. I wouldn't mind that. I would hate any relationship to Palpatine. That would I agree. Me. I agree. I just wanted to but bring I, it up cause I, it was interesting when I, when I listened to it. So no, it's an interesting thought, but I'm just saying like for me, uh, I'm good. I don't mind the force sensitivity, but we're we're good with Palpatine. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, all right. To wrap this up, because we do only have about 10 minutes till we start Apocalypse now. Um, we can take as much time as we need with this one. But uh, so the episode ends right after some chaos, after uh, Tarkin sending 99 on a mission, it being a trap, and they were sent to kill Saw Gerrera and some resurgence or insurgents, excuse me. Um, we get a really cool Saw Gerrera scene with some with some uh, uh, Republic people, um, some soldiers, and they come back to Camino and they're trying to rescue Omega. Uh, this is where Crosshair gets affected by the inner chip. They get trapped. They get out. Um, a little battle between the end, and then they're heading off to the galaxy. They got their ship, and they're going to find someone. Um, what do we think about the ending of this episode, gentlemen? The the kind of final moments. Where do we think it's headed? Are we loving it? Are we liking it? We have questions. Jacob, I'll let you start as we wrap up today's episode. Well, overall, I really, I wasn't that excited for this show. And I really liked this episode. Like this episode got me all in. Now I can't wait till the next episode. This episode felt like a mini movie to me in a way. It was way. an hour. It, I couldn't believe it. I think it was more than an hour. Wasn't it like 115? It was, it was 70. Was it really? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it was more than an hour. So it felt like a I little. I hope every episode is like. <laughs> I know, They're right? They're going to 100% go to about 20 <laughs> to 25. <laughs> oh my um, God. I enjoyed it. And that's why the ending felt like some kind of cliffhanger. Like we're just ready for the sequel, but we get it right away, which is pretty cool. But I, I dug it. They created a lot of drama and now we don't know which way it's going to go. And now they got a kid with them, so they can't be as reckless as they usually are. And do we know where they're going? They said they're going to what J19 or something. And they know yeah, something. Yeah, They're going to go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's J something. Yeah. J19, yeah. which in, um, in Canon is around, Oh, what's the name of the planet? So, Salukamai, Salukamai, oh. which is, which is where who is. I don't know. Someone died. Frog lady. Captain Rex. Oh, yeah. Captain ah. Rex is a Salukamai. Someone. Um, oh, I was going to say also that I love how I was worried this was just only going to be about the Bad Batch. I like how it's kind of like, it, no, it's the Bad Batch's perspective of the galaxy going forward right after. Uh, it's, we're, we're, seeing, so, we're seeing the it. end, the, the end side of Order 66 through their eyes. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the not just the, Gal the Galactic Republic in the formation of the Empire. Exactly, exactly. And it's really, really cool. Um, yeah, I I definitely think we're going to see two characters. Uh or one of two, I should say. The obvious one is Captain Rex. We saw him in the trailer. Um, I have a feeling Rex is actually gonna be a bigger part of the show than we first thought. Um, he might become a part of the crew for like a couple episodes. But I had a wonder a, a kind of a curious thought for some Clone Wars fans out there that and Jacob, if you remember this, Brian, if you remember this. There was an arc in the Clone Wars where a clone went rogue and he and he uh, he started a family with a Twi'lek. 
and he was on a planet. Hmm. I have a feeling they might bring him back into the fold a little bit as some protection who's off the grid. Uh, Cause that's kind of what they, they want to lay low. Right. Um, we might see him. His name is cut. Uh, his name is cut. So they might be heading to cut or Rex in my opinion, which Rex being the more popular vote, which makes sense. But um, we could be seeing some cool clone wars callbacks here in the next couple episodes. When you said Saluka, my, I was like, there's some, there's a Jedi that died on that. And I was right. It, it's where Stas Ali dies. The one right on the speeders. Ah, okay. Okay. So, um, so somebody uh, they knows over maybe, there. Maybe that is where Rex is. Cause we saw Rex in a shot where there was star destroyers in like a desert, which is where she kind of was. Very interesting. Either way, Rex is coming. I don't know when, but he's, Oh coming. yeah. At some point for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm so excited. I love it. Like I'm so Star Wars animation is just like there's nothing well, that touches it. And we haven't it talked really, about how good the show looks. Beautiful. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's just there's nothing that competes with it that I can think of that's just so on par with it. And I mean all credit to Dave Filoni cuz he knows what he's doing. Like clearly. <laughs> like people are just like you want to make an animated show? Here, here you go. <laughs> like Okay, because he, he just, just keep making Star Wars animated shows forever. Just after yeah. the Bad Batch ends, do something else. And I think a lot of it is just like, hey, we want to fill in a couple of these gaps that people want to know answers to. Here's a series that will explain essentially that. So I mean, like, oh bear, um, but yeah, I, it's just it's brilliant storytelling because we have these. Enormous, yeah, enormous, uh, gaps in between. Humongous, humongous. Thank you. I was like, I was combining, I was combining like, two words. You thought was, like you corrected yourself, but yeah, I don't know. Go, I gave up. Enormous. That's uh, a new word. Yep. Um, we have these ginormous gaps in between sequel, prequel, like in between. Why not tell stories from those times? And you know what? Let's answer some questions along the way. And animated is perfect. Perfect way to go for it. Because you can just literally create whatever you want. And it's... We, it's, saw, Reb we saw what Rebels did for four seasons. I mean... Rebels is arguably my favorite animated show like of all time. It's just... It, it, it's perfectly done. And Star Wars just keeps throwing amazing animated sometimes honestly i'm not gonna lie i get more excited about the animated stuff than i do live action i i'll be honest i do too and you guys know how i i got i turned you guys on to star wars animation it's like i am so happy that they continue to do it you know they have this platform to do live action stuff now and they're obviously going to push a lot of that but i'm happy that they're giving these stories like a weird bunch of mutated clones the opportunity to shine and I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this is more than just a one or two seasons. I feel like we could see three, three four, four, maybe five, five seasons, like a rebel situation yeah. where we get a lot of stories because eventually, like, they're going to move on from the Empire stuff. They're going to end up being not being hunted down. Maybe they do some mercenary missions. Maybe they run into someone like Hondo or some, maybe a Han Solo or a Beckett or something. I don't know. Uh, we see them running into Fennec Shand here at some point during the season. Um, it's just funny because... Let's be honest. You remember when we first saw this announced, we went, 
Bad Batch. Yeah, it was very like, strange. It was very strange. We were like that out of all like we were fully like it needs to be part two of Rebels. But like they know what they're doing with the animated. Like that's the one thing. The only slip up to me was resistance, which whatever. That clearly wasn't shit. <laughs> neither, did, neither did I. Um, but it's, it's just, they know what they're doing with the animated. So the difference like is resistance is literally made for kids. Yeah. Bad and that's and Clone Wars is made for Star Wars fans, no matter what age you are. And this show is so that. adult after one episode. This show oh, is so is. adult. It really so is. So adult. Yeah. Also, I loved the little, uh, I mean, I assumed it was, but when they went live fire, that was definitely like early dark troopers, right? Uh, maybe it looked like them because maybe. actually, well, we don't, well, obviously we in don't the know video games. There was three stages of dark troopers. The third one being what we saw in Mandalorian that, that looked like it's, I it's definitely it's definitely possible the, the way they they were almost seem like they were indestructible in a way it's definitely possible that go look at an early video game dark trooper they're pretty similar in yeah look. they just don't aren't made out of beskar <laughs> yeah exactly ones. so i uh, you know if it is and i sweet. think the the bad batch had like training guns during that fight they didn't have they did they the, said they the had bad didn't even have live rounds so that that was like yeah. so unfair freaking Tarkin, I, man i loved it i cannot wait i think this is going to be better than anyone thought oh they... it already is to me oh yeah it blew me like my expectations out of the water to be honest yeah so i i love it i'm excited more star wars more animated star wars longer stories I'm very excited. Very, very excited. I would have to agree with you. And as I mentioned up top on the show, we're going to be doing this for the next 15 weeks on Fridays, 4 p.m. Pacific. We'll be right here on the channel, breaking down every single episode of Bad Batch. Um, You might see some shorter episodes because the episodes might get shorter, unfortunately. Exactly, yeah. But at some point, you'll see us back-to-back with not just the Fandalorian Club, but also Marvel Rewind because Loki is on its way as well. So, with that said... This Friday... You'll see you this Friday. There's another episode that drops on Thursday night, early Friday morning. You'll see us on Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here, everybody, for the Fandalorian Club. Uh, myself, Brian, and Jacob breaking down every single episode of Star Wars television. And uh, you can just come join us as we geek out all over this goodness. So for that, uh, for Jacob, for Brian, uh, we are the Fandalorian Club. Uh, Apocalypse Now, episode 100, starts in just a few minutes, everybody. Yes. Come join us. We've got a cool episode. May the 4th be with you might be in that episode. Who knows? We'll see about that one. But for now, for the whole crew here, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll catch you guys on Friday. Later.